0: Hi, I'm Tanner Olson, and this is episode 18 of Walk a Little Slower, a podcast where I share a little hope, a little love, and a little bit of what I've been learning. This is a podcast where you are invited to slow down, to lean in, to hold fast, and to eventually keep going. Welcome. Welcome. Before we get into today's episode, I did just want to take a second to say thank you. I know, I do this every every show. Don't skip over this part because this is important. Thanks for listening to this. It means, it means the world. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about my early days as a writer and the uncertainty and the doubt that crept in. And it's super cool to be in a space now where I get to do this full time, writing and, and sharing my work, and, it, and it's because of you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for buying books and for supporting this ministry. It truly does mean the world. If you haven't yet left a review or rated the show, go ahead, do so. That would be great, uh, it would be very kind. Um, and sometimes it's good to do kind things. So there's there's that little nugget for you, if that makes sense. On today's episode, at the very end of this episode, my friend Steve VC is going to be sharing one of his poems from his book, Thin Spaces. I have shared Steve's work on my Instagram account before. On Instagram, he goes as steve.can.draw, and he is fantastic. He's one of my favorite artists. So please go check out his work, um, check out the show notes, and you'll find all the links to find Steve and to follow along with, with his work. Uh, Today's episode is titled Patience in Chick-fil-A, and here is the episode. In January of 2015, it was time for me to leave where I was. I left northern Wisconsin and moved to Nashville, Tennessee without a job, but but I had a plan. And as you know, plans, they, they always work out. I was moving to Nashville to be closer to Sarah and to focus on writing. I had an idea for a book and was ready to take the next step forward with it. I thought this was the time to begin taking this dream more seriously, the dream of, of releasing a book and, and becoming a full-time writer. For the past few years, I had been writing consistently, and now I wanted to lean in and give it all that I had. And to give something all you have it requires faith and sacrifice. So this, this was the plan. I would work at a coffee shop during the day and write either in the morning or in the evening. I'd been a barista before and I didn't mind the work. I'd make friends with other writers and creatives in the city and eventually I'd become friends with somebody who worked at a publishing house and they would, without a doubt, offer me a book deal. That, that was the plan that I had in my head. But here's what happened instead. Not a single coffee shop was hiring or... Not a single coffee shop was hiring me. I applied to a few around the city, and each one accepted my application and said they'd get in touch with me. But they didn't. I applied to a few other jobs, but I didn't have enough experience in what they were looking for. I asked if they could give me the experience, and they said I needed to find another place to get experience before I could experience working with them. I hate the word experience. As the numbers in my bank account began to dip, I applied to the last place I could think of. Chick-fil-A. I filled out an application and was interviewed by someone a few years younger than me. I think they might have been a freshman in college or maybe a senior in high school. They asked if I had experience working at Chick-fil-A. I said no. They asked if I was okay with shaving my face to work there. I said no. And they asked me if I was sure that I wanted to work at Chick-fil-A. I said no. was offered the job. I said, okay. I was 26 years old and working for a fast food chain restaurant. They handed me a tie with chickens on it and a name tag that said, Tanner, manager in training. And this wasn't the plan. This isn't what I wanted. I wanted to be a writer. Sure, the chicken is delicious and the service is good, but I wanted to eat there, not work there. Before my first day of work, I challenged myself not to eat a single French fry until my last day on the job. Chick-fil-A French fries are my weakness, along with candy, lots of candy. But I knew that if I let myself eat them while working there, I would not only be about 100 pounds heavier, I might lose sight of the dream, writing. Accepting this job, it felt like a step back or a step in the wrong direction. I kept reminding myself that everyone moves forward at their own pace and in their own way, and that this was mine. I guess I thought too much of myself. Daily, I had to remind myself why I was doing what I was doing. It's easy to lose sight of what's ahead when you get caught looking down, and I kept looking down. I kept telling myself that I said yes to this job so that I could be near Sarah, and move forward as a writer. And that's, that's what I wanted. That, that's what was most important. This, this job at Chick-fil-A was just a way of paying some bills. It wasn't glamorous, it wasn't ideal, but it also it was not shameful. This job didn't make me any less of a person. But this was not the plan. This was not the plan, but this is where I was. When I'd grow frustrated or feel like I was behind, I would remind myself that you can only be where you are, so so be where you are. Most days, I would ask myself, what if where you are is, is right where you were supposed to be? And looking back, I know that it was. Sometimes what we need isn't what we want, and what we want is not what we need. This is also how I feel about eating vegetables. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I was up at 3 a.m. to be at the restaurant at 4 a.m. to unload a truck full of food and supplies. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I was up at 4 a.m. to help open the restaurant at 6.30. Every day was different, and and I liked that. Some days, I swept up the parking lot and cleared up tables. Other days, I cleaned off poop from the Play Play slide. That was really gross. It's the biggest skid mark. Some days, I helped customers jump their car or carry orders for people who didn't have enough hands. Some days I delivered catered orders to events or went to the bank. Other days I stood behind the counter and took orders. Some days I bagged food and made lemonade. Every day was different. And every day I asked if I could be in the cow costume and stand by the road and wave at cars. And every day they said no, they're lost. But in the season, I was learning how to pray, how to be honest with God those early morning car rides, it was just him and I talking. I prayed for everything and everyone. I asked questions and begged for something new. Yet, in all of this, God was teaching me the beauty of simplicity and the power of patience. He was breaking down my pride and reframing how I viewed the world and myself because this, because this is what I needed. Fathers don't forget their children, and they do not give bad gifts to their kids. There's purpose in what was. And to be honest, I have nothing bad to say about the job. Honestly, I liked it, minus the tie and having to shave. The people I worked alongside were incredible. The regulars became friends. It was my job to make other people's day. Sure, I wasn't making a lot of money, but there, with a chicken tie around my neck, I felt like I was making a difference. I felt like I was loving my neighbor. I felt like I was contributing to the greater good somehow, some way. But, but I wanted to be writing. I couldn't shake that. Throughout the day, I'd pull out my phone and jot down poems and lines and ideas. I'd I'd sneak off to the bathroom to make posts on Facebook and check to see if writers I had emailed, messaged me back. I was trying to write. I was trying to learn how to be a better writer, but but also chicken needed to be served. Most days I was done with work by 2 p.m. And I'd go home to write. I showered to remove the scent of fried chicken that my body had soaked up throughout the day. And then when I'd sit down to write, I... Well, I had nothing. I had no words. I was exhausted. Writing became more and more difficult. Writing, it requires sacrifice, dedication, and risk. And I was tired and tired of trying. I began to doubt myself and my future as a writer. But a friend reminded me that doubt is part of the creative process. Some days it's easy to doubt your dreams and the person you hope to become. As a 26-year-old, I found it difficult to embrace the person God created me to be with joy and with hope. Occasionally, while driving home from a long shift at work, God and I would have it out. I'd ask him why he didn't make me good at math or science. I'd ask him why I believed he called me to leave Florida for Wisconsin and then to leave Wisconsin for Nashville. I'd ask him why he made me afraid of blood and people wearing suits and ties. There's no chance I would ever be a doctor or a lawyer. I wanted something different. Or perhaps, perhaps I wanted the easier route to where I am now. Or maybe I wanted to know how the story ended. But God and his kindness kept the answers from me. It felt rude at the time, but I see a little more clearly now. It was almost as if God continued to remind me to be patient and trust. Be patient and trust. Be patient and trust. He kept the dream of being a writer alive in my heart. And slowly, I came to realize and accept that this is what the Lord had for me it was good life today looks different and it's still not going to plan but I still believe God continues to say be patient and trust be patient and trust I am no more of a writer today than I was while working at Chick-fil-a working at Chick-fil-a was the experience I needed it wasn't what I wanted but it was exactly what I needed it's almost as if God knew what he was doing the entire time. It's almost, it's almost as if I can trust him, because I can't. On the last day of work, I handed over my chicken tie and bought an order of french fries. I rolled the windows down, thank God, and ate them on the way home. They were perfect. This was not the plan, but this is what I needed. Thank you for listening to this episode of Walk a Little Slower. As always, you can find me online. just visit writtentospeak.com. If you would like to support this podcast in my ministry, you can visit patreoncom written2speak to become a patron. Monthly donations allow me to spread hope and announce love through written and spoken word just like this podcast. All right, here is a poem from my friend Steve VC. I will catch you all again next week with another episode. Here, here is to walking just a little bit slower.
1: Hey guys, my name is Steve Vesey. Online, I am known as Steve Can Draw. I'm an illustrator and a writer, and I live in British Columbia, Canada. You can check out my book, Thin Spaces, on my website, stevecandraw.com, and come follow me on Instagram at steve.ken.draw. Today I'm going to share a poem with you from my book titled The Chase. Despite how fast my feet may run, please don't stop chasing me. And in light of life's mess, never ending chaos, please remind me that I am loved and recklessly wanted. And in the moments when I feel afraid, terrified of the depth of your love. The way that I'm afraid of the black of the ocean. Because I can't see the ocean floor. And I just can't trust whether it's there or not. I need you to remind me that underneath the black of the sea is a sandy landscape covered with neon life and vegetation on the ocean floor. And that if I can push through and survive that impossible black, then maybe I'll come alive with the colors in the sea life that live there. Hold me in your hands the calloused hands that formed the mountains and the depths, and the gentle hands that crafted every cloud and took a handful of dust and softly blew on it and brought us to life.